0: Well, would you like to start us off?
1: You just put the mic up to her and wait till she says something? hmm
2: <laughs> Oh, no. We still can't go to the theater. Somebody had a post that was like... Man, I miss theater so much, I'd go see another adaptation of Peter Pan like i'm not a fear kid i don't get that i don't even understand the impulse of wanting to go to the theater that much there's some that i like just from secondhand
1: i used to go to market house all the time yeah just because i would get free tickets
2: yeah my friends would be in plays and they'd be like come see me be in a play and I'd be like eh, play is a strong word but okay."
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> you're doing what you want to do i'll come support
2: uh, i saw a uh, a play that this girl was in that I wanted to sleep with called uh, it was called Food, I think. Food exclamation point. What? I think so. Okay, but,
1: but it, do you remember it what the was play's about?
2: Yeah, eating disorders. I remember oh. the
0: whole food play. <laughs> really like, you remember where she lives? <laughs> oh no, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I just needed to know what the play was. Because, was like, this, like, this is, what is like kind teenage of Nolan. This is like food. Like, head Nolan. Like, food exclamation point. <laughs> Like, I was like, what could that possibly be about veggies, like, running around on stage? No, eating disorders, that makes (laughs) sense. No, that would
2: have been better if it was, like, food in, like, a... Veggie tales? Like, a Shakespearean uh, (laughs) drama about, like, celery. That would be amazing. But, no, it was about, it was about, uh... Can
1: you imagine Macbeth, but with celery?
2: Yeah, I feel like potatoes would be better, right?
1: Oh, yeah, probably.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but uh, she 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 was the narrator of the play. And she came out on stage and she gave a uh, soliloquy, if you will, about how much we should love food and that food should nourish us. It shouldn't be a source of, uh, of dismay or, or, or self-destruction. And in the play, there was like, it centered around, I think, three different kids. One that had uh, bulimia, one that had uh, anorexia. Maybe it was two kids, who knows. But... Uh, there's a third eating disorder, right? Anorexia?
1: Anorexia, bulimia, and then there's like...
2: Binge, purge, but that's bulimia.
1: Well, that bulimia separates off into two.
2: Really? I thought it was...
1: Well, anorexia th- has two as well. It depends on how you classify them.
2: Okay. Well, this lady had this... This girl had this uh, mirror in her attic. This old mirror, and it like was warped from time the way mirrors do. To the point where it, like, made her look the way she wanted to look. And, like, it was the only mirror she thought she looked good in. So, like, she was, she starved herself. You know, you've seen that episode of Full House with DJ.
1: I've never seen Full House.
2: Oh, my
0: God. Hell, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you you dodged a bullet there.
2: (laughs) But there's this episode where, like, DJ's on this uh, treadmill. And, well, yeah, the whole, you know, she deals with anorexia for, like, all of 30 minutes, you know. And she's like... Trying to stay fit, so she gets on a treadmill and just like runs herself with the shot to near death. Because mm-hmm. this is white people. Yeah, this is what they have to deal with. Right, live in a three-story house <laughs> in San Francisco.
1: Just be on a treadmill.
2: Yeah, I, I ran on the treadmill too much. Wake up, ba-da-ba-da. okay. No, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. But what I'm saying is, this play was god awful, and it was just like. I don't know, I feel like theater kids are some of the most obnoxious people on the face of the earth. So there was this post going around for a while and it was just
1: like, what did theater kids take that early in the morning to act like that? (laughs) And someone once told me cocaine and I was just like, no, there's no, no, there's (laughs) no no way. Like, no. no. Nobody
2: (laughs) ever offered cocaine to theater kids. No. (laughs) Straight up not cool enough for that. Narks, uh, Definitely narks. Narks and theater kids, like that Venn diagram is like a circle. With a fucking dare stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not even wrong, though. Thinking about the kids I went to high school with.
2: Mm. No, I think it was like 50 cc's of jazz. That's what they had in the morning.
1: <laughs> well, that's when I need to go to work sometimes. Well,
0: now that we've offended half of our audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can cut it.
0: Theater kids?
1: <laughs> theater kids, don't listen to this.
0: Oh. Uh. They might. Do they? No Get one fun. listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Phantom Nonsense, I'm Zach.
1: I'm Goose. And I'm
0: Karen. You're not gonna say hi? Well, Spectre's here too.
1: She doesn't feel like talking right now.
0: Yeah. Um, so the cat's got her tongue. All right. <laughs> it feels like forever, but I guess it's been a little bit longer than than a week. But it hasn't been that long. But I guess we'll we're gonna continue on from uh, the theme of last week's episode, uh, broadening out a little bit, um, talking the the wars of of stars, space battles, space space battles, um,
2: nebula fights, and galaxy kerfuffle, galaxy
1: kerfuffles,
0: in a broad general. Uh, context um so where where to begin what what all did you guys well, watch this week and what was
2: all that we rewatched was episode one yeah colon the phantom menace did you
1: we did not watch any of the rebels but we, we do we did
2: i did we, we did kind of it. we kind of yeah
0: did you watch that interview with filoni no
2: was that in the, uh, the Mandalorian*?
0: That was yeah, that *Mandalorian* um, documentary. It's been, um, it's
1: been it's been a rough last couple of days.
2: Yeah, we've
0: been sick. Uh, I get that; that's understandable.
2: *Last of Us* was the only thing keeping me going, personally.
1: But th- that's not what this
0: episode is no, about. No, it's not what this episode is uh, about. T- no, t- tell us more. I gotta get another drink. <laughs>
2: Um, we did manage to watch uh, episode one, Phantom Menace, and uh, I gotta say, wow.
1: Yeah, I...
2: Second worst of them, I, in my opinion.
1: I remember managed. that movie being a lot better as a kid. Well, yeah, we all do. Yeah, and then you like, you're watching it as a an adult, and you're like, man, Jar Jar's the worst. <laughs> it's not
2: even like... And it's like, like
1: it's, is it racist?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's super racist. The, the the voices they gave them? Yeah. Yeah. Misa, think we going to make it. Oh, uh, Okie okay day. Fucking... Like,
1: what? Why? No, it's like... Yeah.
2: It's ripped right out of those old, like, fucking shucking and jiving shitty... Uh,
1: but why did they ever think that was a good idea?
0: Because Jar Jar is the key to everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, this will sell so many fucking toys. I bet they did... Uh, I test. did love Jar Jar as a kid. Right. I bet they did test screenings and it worked out. Because whoever was in the test ratings just was, wasn't somebody... Who noticed or cared how shitty it was.
1: On a side note, have you guys ever been in test screenings for movies? Mm-mm. No. It's it's neat, let me tell you. You I went did, to a test screening? I did all the Madagascar ones. All of them? Yeah.
2: That's awesome.
1: I just happened to be walking by where they were doing it each it time. You Atlanta, right? Well, no, one was here in Paducah. They did it in the mall for the third one.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: but no, whenever I was in Georgia, they did... That was... One or one or two, and then Savannah was the other She'd one. she just
2: end up in all of the Madagascar test great. I
1: have no idea. It was really neat. Um, we didn't like really know what was going on. Some kids just walked up, kids. Some adults just walked up to us, and they were like, "Hey, uh, can we borrow your kids for a second? We'll give them <coughs> candy, and they get to watch a movie." And my brother and I were like, "Yeah." Oh. My mom was super confused. She got to screen some other adult movie that was streaming at the time.
2: Adult movie. Oh yeah. Like, Backyard Sluts 9.
1: Yep, that was <laughs> definitely it. It was like an Adam Sandler movie or something.
0: Oh, Backyard Sluts 10.
1: Mm-hmm, there
0: you go. There yeah. So, to... To summarize, um... Filoni was talking about the, um... The, the Duel of the Fates. The Maul versus Obi-Wan and, and Qui-Gon. Hmm. Yeah. And why that's significant and what it's
2: my favorite scene in the first one I mean it sure.
0: it is the best it is the best sequence in the in the first one even if it is a bit overly choreographed and everything and suffers from the same thing as all the other prequel trilogy all, uh, lightsaber fights do yeah. but why that fight is important and what the fate that's at stake is the fate of Anakin Skywalker because and this is important for the whole, like, thematic impulse of the whole saga, is that Qui-Gon, uniquely amongst the Jedi, understands that love and connection, and all those things are still Im- are important and vital to, to human life, and to just life in general. And you can't just rip Anakin away from his mother. Right. And... And then just well, ripped.
2: he was cool with it though, but but he tried. He tried to get.
0: But Qui Gon, yeah. but Qui Gon understood that that Anakin needed a father, mm-hmm. and Qui Gon could be that father, and Anakin was old enough to to get and understand that Obi Wan only took him on as a Padawan out of loyalty and obligation to Qui-Gon yeah. mm-hmm. and while they eventually formed a brotherly bond Obi-Wan was never a father to Anakin mm-hmm. and and that and
2: He was like a steward he was like his 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 butler his uh
1: Well, I mean like they had they had a connection but it wasn't like that specific.
0: Right.
2: It wasn't born out of uh deliberate sacrifice and and Coercion and effort on Obi Wan's part, right? Oh, Whereas it yeah. was with Qui Gon, exactly. Qui Gon was like, "Oh, this child is important. I have to save this child from slavery." I mean, like Obi Wan
1: Eventually, like come around and be like, "I have to. I have to put an effort into this relationship." But it wasn't.
2: Yeah, but he, I, he starts off being like questioning about whether or not
1: he should even do it.
0: Right. Yeah. The f- I mean, the first thing he says about Anakin is, "Why have we? Why do I since we be picked up another senseless or useless life form?" You know, like he says the same thing about him that he says about Jar Jar. Like he puts yeah. him in the same category. Like I didn't
1: even realize Ob- he said that. I thought he Ob- was just like, no, why why do we kidnapping people again?
0: No, it's just as good as Obi Wan is, Obi Wan is and that's why Qui Gon wasn't on the councils, cause Qui-Gon went against the Jedi in that in that way and yeah. and tried to be mindful of of a living living force and of reality, and not just the the code and everything. But Obi Wan is very much uh, a Jedi of the code. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, that he
1: said, he like doesn't come around. Yeah. The... Even when
0: he like even when he knows like the the council can be wrong sometimes, but I still go with what the council says. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's 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 pretty obvious that, that under Qui Gon's tutelage, things would have gone much differently mm-hmm. for Anakin.
1: That would have been best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Qui Gon did kind of like give up on the mom thing. Like he, so the space
0: he was a little. The other was
1: like, no, just one of them. Okay, no fighting <sighs> with that. He yeah. could have just taken this mom with yeah, him. Yeah, they could have like they come were back for the
2: mom and left. They were gonna come
1: after them, and if they were, they were gonna have to go into the Republic's like territory, and that would cause the whole thing. Yeah,
0: I,
2: the Huts aren't gonna get pissed off that one fucking slave. I
0: don't, I don't think that it's out of out of the realm of possibility that Qui Gon and Anakin would have gone back for Shmi, though.
2: Yeah, I think they they probably if, would have if
0: Qui Gon hadn't died and he had been Anakin's mentor. Oh
1: yeah, mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah,
0: I feel like they. Then, yeah, they would have gone back. I feel like in that situation, it's, well, I know I can get, get him out of here. He's not, he's not thinking he's going to die the next few days, you know, right. in, a, in a battle with a fucking Sith. Like, that's not yeah. even crossing his mind right then. When he
2: encounters Darth Maul as they're leaving Tatooine, he's like, I don't know what that was, but it was very skilled in the ways of the uh, Jedi combat.
0: Right. And so, it's just
1: like, well, that's your death, basically, sealed.
0: Right. And in... In killing Qui-Gon, Darth Maul completes an important part of, of Palpatine's plan and pretty much serves his, his usefulness because without Anakin having that, that parental figure to attach to, and since he needs that, he wasn't raised in a, in a cultural condition that uh, that doesn't require that or that obscures that, um then that leaves the room for Palpatine to come in and play that play that role that Qui-Gon would have played and there wouldn't have been room for Palpatine and Anakin would have been would have been wise more wise to it to yeah. to Palpatine's manipulation and everything.
1: I did see this theory the other day that if they were calling Anakin just absolute oblivious to everything, which is like true. But
2: um, he has a lot more agency than I remember him having. Like, looking back at it now, I feel like the reaction to... Uh, what's his name? Jake, whatever.
0: Lloyd. Is it Jake Lloyd? Yeah. That's who plays yeah. Anakin, yeah. yeah. To
2: Jake Lloyd's performance, like, and the character itself, how he's written, I feel like they didn't give him enough credit at all because Anakin isn't, like, the complete piece of shit that we seem... Like, he does better than Hayden Christensen, is all I'm saying. Like,
1: oh, it's more
2: understandable his performance and the writing for that character at that time.
1: Yeah, because like he's just he's just a kid. He is special kid, special boy, yeah. immaculate con- conception child. But like, he's still just a kid,
0: right?
2: Yeah, and he's but I mean he's like he is hyper intelligent.
1: Yes, and the kid does do that well. Yeah. Especially what? Because that kid was. What did we figure out? Eight or something like that.
0: I think he was. Think so. Something like that. Yeah, it was like nine or ten, wasn't he?
1: It was. He, he was.
0: W- he was four years
2: away from from. Uh, uh Padme.
1: Oh, I'm talking about. The actor, oh, the actor? not. Oh Anakin. yeah, I don't know. Because he was like two years younger than what Anakin was supposed to be. Hmm. And I remember making a comment about that, saying like, "That kid is." well-versed to be so that young right and we did also talk a lot about how Anakin and Padme's relationship was kind of it was was pretty fucking weird yeah
2: from the beginning
1: they were only like four years apart but he was
2: he was like very obviously a child right she's like you know becoming an adult yes she's she's closer on that journey and she's like looking at this little kid
0: well and also like
1: supposedly in like when I looked it up, it says in canon mm-hmm. in quotes it says in canon, they don't start any relationship until he's eighteen or nineteen.
0: Yeah, I mean that's but, that's true. Yeah, but but there's also like, yeah, they're not that far apart, but he's clearly a child, and it's almost like cultural context matters. Yeah,
2: she's a queen. And exactly, he's, she's, she's a, a slave. An, she's an she's adult just like, I can in have, her. Yeah, she is. She's like the peak authority of her people, right? Yeah. Looking at this slave child, like, yeah, all right, we'll wait. We'll wait this out. The real orchestrator, not just Palpatine. It's Padme, fucking twiddling her thumbs, tapping her fingers together, like, yes, it <laughs> my plan. Well, she did get
1: pa- she did get Palpatine's position um, on the
0: Senate. The sen- senator. What? She
1: got the one guy like booted off.
0: Oh, And Palpatine yeah, the, took his the,
1: place.
2: The previous high chancellor? Played
1: yeah, by, I, w- uh, I can't remember what his name was. Oh, what
0: the fuck. It's, uh, yeah, but that, again, is just...
1: It was Palpatine doing yeah, Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
0: yeah, exactly.
2: Also, he was manipulating her her uh, stand-in, wasn't he? Or was that actually No, Padme, that was actually Padme. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can kind of tell whenever it's... Uh... Whenever it's the stand-in, because her dialogue is even more stilted. And right. <laughs> yes,
1: it's more clear-cut, and Padme's is like...
2: It sounds rehearsed, like yeah. she... Yeah. She's
1: yeah, like, it sounds like she's forcing herself to be that way, while the other person just is.
2: Yeah, she's like, if they say this, respond like this. If this doesn't work perfectly, I won't be able to fuck this slave child.
1: <laughs> Man, whenever the commander came out and said, the queen demands it, and Obi-Wan was like, that doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. She was standing there like you're gonna, you're gonna take me.
2: <laughs> the
1: queen says so.
2: Oh yeah, and then later on, Qui Gon says to says to Padme when she's still in her disguise, uh, he says, uh, "The queen w- would would approve of my decision here." And she's like, "You assume too much." <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, that was good. That was, that was good.
0: A good. one. Uh, Handmaiden, I'm sure you guys know, played by Cara Knightley.
1: Oh wait, what? Oh really? Yeah.
2: Damn, they do look similar. Yeah, yeah. No, they're
1: really? they're, they're the
0: American and British versions of each other. That's...
1: Oh, they basically uh, are. Fucking,
2: uh, what's her name is is Natalie Portman's Israeli?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
2: That's that's Middle Eastern British.
0: That's, that's Middle Eastern American. <laughs> okay. No.
2: Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh...
0: <laughs> Pretty sure Saudi Arabia is Middle Eastern British, but
2: that's also fair. That's also true.
1: That's also true, but uh. Yeah,
2: no. Uh, every. <laughs> I don't like that. Well, actually, I kind of like it for the the intrigue of it, but it I do feel I understand why people felt cheated by episode one because it does establish the Jedi as not this like mystical loose consortium of of uh, warriors who are just like. Led by a code, but aren't like a consolidated authoritarian, like authoritarian force in, yeah. in the universe. They're just like,
1: and then it was like, oh, they they're just a seem, dumb government figure.
2: Yeah, they kind of like seem more like, like samurai would, or like vassal of knights mm-hmm. in back in the day. Like it was capable. You were like, not necessarily uh, attributed to the same like central powers, but you like were. It's just, it's, I get, like, when you look at the, the prequels, how the Jedi are, are, like, how they manifest as, like, the Jedi, the Jedi Council and everything, it's, it's a disappointment that they, like, are faulted, but I, I like it for, for the overall narrative because it shows how, how easily corruption is, 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 manifested into systems that are in place mm-hmm. you know because for the jedi to just be this like monolithic good in in the universe is, is a lot less dynamic storytelling than if they are like a connected uh like ideology that has that has like codes and, and things like this that like are able to be manipulated to the point of them being ineffectual and failing in their main goal and as a force of good, whatever that means. I didn't air Mm -hmm. quotes there.
0: (laughs) I mean, and it, it thematically circles back to, to fathers and sons and, and, and family and, and what, love and compassion actually are but isn't that the whole like point of the of the prequels yeah like I'm just saying
2: I understand the the disappointment of people that like deified the Jedi seeing them become terrestrial and become more like more of a dynamic storytelling uh, element but less of what they appreciated about the Jedi in the first place right
0: I just I just don't know how you can have the fall of unless you just you just think that in spite of the Jedi actually living up to to their code and right. ethics that the republic still falls which is a much worse right. story to me because that means it's hopeless that means that like
2: even if you were perfect at at your goal. Right, and, uh, you right. Still fate, fail.
0: fate just still just comes yeah. tumbling through no matter what no matter what right. you do about and
2: it. It does feel like Obi-Wan is selling it like that that the Jedi just failed despite their best efforts, you know, yeah. in in the original trilogy. But he kind of has to to get Luke to buy into what his inevitable role will be.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, definitely with o- with Obi-Wan, with with Yoda, Yoda is more interesting because Yoda is the character that I had a hard, long time, and a really hard time coming to grips with in the in the prequel trilogy. Okay. Because Yoda is incredibly disappointing yeah. in the prequels. Incredibly disappointing.
1: He's good in Rebels and Clone Wars. I mean,
0: he's. Good as far as like I mean he's by rebels he's he's pretty much the Yoda that we, we know and love. Yeah. But he's and you get to see more of the development of Yoda in, in Clone Wars and that helps a lot. Um but you know, he's been he's been on the High Council for probably hundreds of years. He's incredibly set in his ways and by by episode 2 he's starting to understand what Qui-Gon was talking about by episode 3 he really seems to get it but by then it's it's, it's too, too late <laughs> but um but just the fact that Yoda wields a lightsaber like the character of Yoda as we know him on Dagobah would have never wielded a lightsaber yeah. against uh Count Dooku or or Palpatine or or in the or in the clone wars right. like
2: it doesn't seem like he would have needed to. He doesn't. He wouldn't have needed to. He wouldn't have needed to have like flipped around like that and shit. And it's like, yeah, you can say that if he is a master of the force, he would be able to use the force to manipulate his body. But that's that's dumb because why wouldn't you then just manipulate your environment to your right?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I just always was like. Neat.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's I mean,
1: visually cool. Yeah,
2: if the first time you see Yoda, he's this little green dude, or you think is like unassuming and like starts flipping around and shit. Okay, fine. If you're a kid, I get it. Like, that's cool. I, I get you being into that, but yeah, no, you're right. That is a really disappointing. Seeing how, yeah, I mean, but it does it does make sense, like you say, of him like having to. He was a creature of habit. He must have been I right mean, until that point. Why would he think anything other than the supreme uh, validation of, of, of the good side of the Force and I'm, the Jedi or whatever? Right.
0: I mean, he's, he's the Pope, right? And, like, no matter how good or bad a different Pope may or may not be, there's a certain veil of, of acceptance that they just cannot get through. There's a certain like perspective of reality and of and of the system they're a part of that just by the nature of yeah of how you're e- elevated to that position that you're not ever going to come to terms with until it's too late. And that's the same in in any any situation. A leader of of a country, a organization um i mean hell even in in music and bands and stuff it can it can happen to you like it's just that's just the na- the nature of of that of being in Yoda's position he was in denial about the about the dark side and about it its influence on the republic and its influence on on the jedi and clouding their vision and how much it had clouded their vision and how f- and how far the the clone wars and being involved in that would would pull the jedi away from their from their center yoda realized it eventually because he's yoda and he's wise and that's why he is the Jedi Pope. Yeah. But again, it was too late by the time that he, that he did. And I don't know that, and that's, hopefully if it ever happens, that's what the, the Obi-Wan show would explore. But honestly, that's more, that's more of a book thing. Mm. But honestly, I think that, I don't know that, I'm, I believe Obi-Wan ever Came to terms with it, like I think, in Obi Wan's perspective, the the Jedi were were mostly good, not perfect, but you know, good, and and then and maybe a little bit gullible, and Palpatine um, played his played his cards and manipulated Anakin, and and the clones turned on turned on the Jedi, like. I think that I don't think that Obi Wan puts a lot of blame on the on the Jedi Order itself. At least I don't see that. Thinking I can't think of anything in the original trilogy that gives me that gives me that vibe from yeah, him.
1: Yeah, no, he. I think in his mind he's like, we did what we could, but Palpatine was better.
2: Right. Yeah. Which Palpatine, looking back on it, he's really just an opportunist. That's like putting on this guise of being this all knowing. uh sith lord that like is orchestrating all of these events like yeah he does get his way and he is very manipulative to, to it get it seems to that like point.
1: he's like he's figuring it out as he goes like he right, has a vague timeline and like plan he has but... he has
2: goals set in mind but as far as achieving those goals he's not because he like there's a bunch of moving parts like he has to he has to manipulate uh padme to get him onto the high chancellor's seat that very easily could not have happened that way, and then she goes against his will to go back to Naboo. He even and, like, says like there's like constant yeah. like him, just like making concessions about his his overall plan, based on what he's presented with. Which yeah, that is that is the the trait of a mastermind. But it's also like it it shows that he wasn't in complete authority over everything that happened. Like it like we're kind of like he wants you to believe like he
0: all. I mean,
2: like he wants other too.
0: To I I think that there's enough room for damage control with Palp- with most of Palpatine's plans. So all epis- all he's trying to get accomplished in episode one is to become the Supreme Chancellor,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and once he once he meets Anakin, I'm sure he has some some plans there. I'm sure that that killing the Jedi, or at least one of them, uh, Qui Gon plays like, in plays into that. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say, doesn't didn't he like it? Open with him wanting Obi Wan and Qui Gon dead.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's another Basically, thing. Yeah. Um. Well, but um, talk about that in a second. Um. But Palpatine's main goal was the chancellorship. Mm-hmm. And as long as that happened, then everything else is is secondary to that. And i I don't think that that would not have not happened. Like I don't think that there, yeah. There's always a way that something that you know history could well, yeah. have gone differently. If but he has I enough contingencies. I, I feel, feel like, like it doesn't yeah.
2: matter what happens to in. In regards to his plan. Exactly. But I think that that's that's a difference than just being a supreme, like omniscient being like Oh
0: no, like, he's not no, he's not that, but I think that he has uh, He
2: has he has that's his that's I think his, his goal is to be like the the ultimate embodiment of like one side of the force so that it sways over the other and that his power is just like manifest. Isn't yeah
0: that, like yeah, that yeah, definitely. But as as a politician in the in the prequels, um it his I mean his goals are, are basically become the chan become the chancellor, uh, clone army
2: Clone Army
0: uh emergency powers Clone War. Empire. Uh, yeah, basically.
1: What do you mean by emergency powers?
0: Um, and well, that's how he's able to can like. Well, that's how he's able to declare war. Yeah. Because.
1: Oh, you meant like powers in the state of an emergency? I thought you were yeah. meaning something else.
0: Right. No. Okay. That's gonna be so loud. <laughs> yeah, probably it's okay.
1: The tape like isn't
0: very strong. Oh no no no! I mean you like mouthing the uh, mic my bad. <laughs> you're good <laughs> I'm so, sorry. so I don't th- yeah obviously in, uh, in and Pal- palpatine and i I think that there's a conversation to be had about like Palpatine and and the the dark side and actually um, that's just coming to me. But before I get into that, um, I do think there is something to be said about like Palpatine's goal for unlimited power, and immortality. Like, yeah, Palpatine does want to be that living embodiment of just the pure dark side. Um but I I think that there has to be somewhat of a, of a of a material physical base for that. Like someone without Palpatine's cunning. I don't I think that you no, know yeah. like no. I think that plays plays into that but also is his cunning also feeds his ego. He knows how much he's succeeded. He knows how well he's manipulated the, the Jedi and how well everything is played into into his plans.
2: That is, I think, what ends up getting him tossed down that... Uh, what is that? It's like a reactor mm-hmm. sh- sh- tunnel thing, whatever the fuck. Sithers all about like really deep pits in there, like <laughs> royal chambers. Have you noticed this? It's just like, <laughs> I, I guess it's for executing people, but goddamn, it's not a strong architectural choice. <laughs> <laughs> especially if you end up being the one tossed into it.
0: Yeah, hmm. yeah you've got to assume.
2: That's yeah, if, especially if you're a Sith. Like, people are going to try and toss me into this thing. Possibly, probably, my apprentice. Right. God.
0: It's like... Lord Lord Vader, come check out the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
2: Yes, Vader, look at the sunset. (laughs)
0: mm, Looks looks nice. I want to put some railing up here, though. It could be dangerous.
2: (laughs)
1: Palpatine killing Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, just talking about the the shaft that Vader threw Palpatine over, and like gave him I the was shaft. Just, yeah, how it's just uh, horrible architecture.
1: The whole empire is like built with horrible architecture that you can just toss people over half the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. everything is real dangerous.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's, like, super convenient for, like, Jedi fights. Right.
2: Yeah, it would probably suck to be a stormtrooper. To be like, their OSHA meetings must be fucking horrendous. Yeah. Like, remember to stay away from the Emperor when he's using his Force Lightning. (laughs) If you do get struck, try not to reach out for one of your fellow (laughs) stormtroopers.
1: Otherwise, you will both get shocked.
0: (laughs) Okay, so, I think we pretty much covered one... Um, I mean, Padme fucks a child. Um, well, he's an adult, but in her mind, mind child. in her mind, yeah, somewhere, he's
2: still that little kid she found on. Teddy. Oh
1: yeah, like, because she calls him Little Annie all the time.
0: Ugh. Well, I mean, like in sweet some, little baby Annie. <laughs> it's like it's like that idea that like, in some way, you always revert to, like, to the personality of when you first met somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, um, that's why, like, it's weird being around your parents as an adult because part of you always feels like a child mm-hmm. around them. And God, so, like...
1: freaking in front of your family is the weirdest, like, yeah. feeling.
0: Um, imagine smoking <laughs> Break out weed. in hives. And- <laughs> um, so, like, somewhere in Padme's mind she still visualizes Anakin as a little kid mm-hmm. and a little 10-year-old as a little 10-year-old slave and him her as a 13-year-old queen and hey it's not my galaxy y'all do you but it's <laughs> a little bit weird from my perspective here but i'm just saying but anyway uh, so they could be a simple um, space worm farmer but
2: i think that <laughs> two consenting adults should be the only people engaging in sexual activity. <laughs> well,
1: maybe,
0: I mean, I guess. Like, yeah, they yeah. they are. It's just
1: they are eventually. Yeah,
0: kids they, are going to
2: be kids, but adults shouldn't be kids with kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, so um so yeah, just the foundation of their relationship is weird and then his whole fucking like archetypal incel Anakin, mm. in episode two.
2: Yeah. I hate sand.
1: Is that when he finds out his mom? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 We didn't rewatch too, no, uh, so I, my
1: timeline's a little bit weird. I hate
2: sand's what he says right before they, they kiss. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Great question. <laughs> Nobody has asked. ever gotten laid off of that phrase ever before. In the history of time. What?
1: She, That's probably not true.
2: I can't imagine.
1: If you, like, live <laughs> on the island be? and, you're like, you're near your sand all the time. You'd
2: have to, okay, okay. So you're <laughs> telling me that these two people would have moved to the beach, just randomly run into each other, and in getting to know one another, the thing that bonds them together the most, <laughs> despite having picked up and moved to the beach was that they no, both hated sand no, no, enough no. <laughs> to break through all the bonds of their terrestrial being so that they could engage No. <laughs> in, in, I'm uh, saying that
1: people who live on an island group on the island know somebody they're out like just I guess on the beach and yeah. they're like, you know, I hate I really... sand.
2: I don't think we should talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to pinch your nipple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like thinking it's, it it wasn't even prompted, I don't think. He just just
1: walked up to her and said, I hate sand. No,
2: they were like, they were having this like romp. Uh, uh, Like he was, he was supposed to fucking. uh, Why was he there? Alright. He was like protecting her. He was on some kind of.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. He. He and he and Obi-Wan were protecting Padme and then.
2: Obi Wan was sent off to look right.
0: for uh for Jango Fett and found out about the clones yeah. and and then that set that whole thing up and then um which is leads into another thing of both of Palpatine and how well he played that situation both to get to get Anakin. Alone. With alone with Padme, and oh, um, did
1: he plan for them to be fucking?
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Did he? Yes, yes. Because
1: so then Palpatine's like weird on a whole nother.
0: Oh, level. so we, then he would have a, another generation of no. I world mean, world that world. was that was probably a a happy con consequence, or at least a potentially happy consequence. Was he going to use
2: their relationship to. It was yeah. it okay. it
0: was exactly the way that it Played. that it worked out like. I mean, of course, you have to you have to take the the force into into play here. Like Star Wars isn't like other other franchises. Like, well, how did he know that? Like, yeah, right. like there's there is a mechanism, there is a literal Deus Ex Machina built into the story for certain characters, um, and so Palpatine would have had a sense that Shmi was going to die soon, and that if he got if he could position Anakin to where he would be there, that would be. And I'm sure that we haven't had much in the time, but between one and two. But I'm sure there are ones before. But that's so far the first like real trigger um, in the transition in the in the birth of of Darth Vader as you know an entity. Uh, psychologically, in, in Anakin, that's where the dark side starts starts mm-hmm. to break for him, and that, that plays compounded
2: with the failure of the Jedi Council mm-hmm. to understand him or to give him any kind of clout or make him a master.
0: And mm-hmm. and Palpatine knew that their uh, that their failure with in regards to that would would dampen, if not break, his his trust in the council the next time that something like that would happen. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not it was the Force-giving Anakin visions of what would happen, whether it was Palpatine manipulating Anakin, or it was... A matter of self fulfilling prophecy in that if Anakin had never had the dreams about Padme, or at least had never acted on them, it's the acting on them that led him to the position to where he choked her and pretty and almost killed her and then let and, finish the job. Right, exactly. right like and so if if he like I I think I honestly think that's that's the case and I think that's the case with the force in most situations because that seems to be the most Taoist way of of looking at it that what is what is is and what will be will be Mm -hmm. and you can't on a certain level you have to understand and that's part of balance is understanding that you always have to act as an active agent in the universe, but also you don't ever have control of of the situation. Um, And I, I think that that's probably what's, what's going on there, but either way,
2: you can just decide where to wade in the river. It's going to take you wherever, no matter what.
0: But I, I think that, Palpatine knew that eventually the paranoia of having both the weight of his mother's death on his conscience and being in a secret relation- marriage with with Padme would eventually create some kind of gulf that he could step into for Anakin.
2: Yeah.
0: Like eventually there was going to be some something especially in the middle of of war or whatever, there would be some something that he would need something, and he couldn't go to the Jedi Council for it. Mm. And, and that, and
1: you get a mean, like instant father figure.
0: Exactly, and the that he's been conditioning Anakin for since he was a child, and and that's the the major chess move as far as Anakin is concerned that happens in episode two. Mm-hmm. And, of course, as far as the galaxy is concerned, it's the creation of, of the Clone Army, or at least the, the awareness of, of the Clone Army and um, the, the Confed- confederacy of independent systems.
1: There's a lot of child grooming in this series
0: there yeah is. so um big pause for just a minute first of all to say um tomorrow yes yes because it's thursday for you tomorrow on the youtube channel got another slobber knocking royal rumble it's uh well you just watch it it's I don't think we've done one like this before, actually. Just watch it. Just watch it, um, and I think that's it. Actually, yeah, that's that's all. So back to your regular scheduled programming. Oh yeah, and in news, da 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 or rumors. So do you guys, you guys hear about this? You guys see this? You guys hear about this stuff? It's a uh, the Boba Fett in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So this is what I hate about Star Wars fans. <laughs> I have not been able to enjoy any like neutral or positive discourse I get it it's not my favorite and I remember how long it took to find anything worthwhile on uh, revenge or, or clones I get it but Motherfuckers bitch so much about Palpatine in Episode Nine. Why? I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just people like why why bring back Palpatine? Why would you bring him back? Why would you bring him back like that? Why would you blah 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 blah? But he was dead. Like, how's he, how he how how do he survive? He's a clone. That doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? Blah 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 blah. Okay, but not, it doesn't. It doesn't. Tra- it.
2: it all tracks okay to me.
0: Like, it's not. It doesn't. See that's the thing. Right. I'm not making that argument. Right, right, so don't right, yeah. so don't ask me to defend it. <laughs> but what I don't understand is people that bitch about Palpatine and they're like, oh fuck yeah, Boba Fett's back. Like Yeah.
2: That why? dude died.
0: Yeah. And I mean He died I don't, like
2: in a much less ambiguous way
0: too.
1: Was it Boba or Django? Boba.
0: Oh, Boba. Yeah. He didn't just Jango got his head cut off. Jango's yeah. dead dead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But the emperor just fell off of a cliff.
0: Right. Basically, yeah.
2: Fucking Bowser I mean, gets
0: eaten would Right. And it's like I don't even care about like the logistics of bringing him right. back that or doesn't... not. It's the fact that Boba there have been, Fett like
1: several books though where he like lives after that. Yeah, and so, right. like he crawled out.
2: It's like the Darth, Ma- Darth Maul did the same shit in a in a much more serious injury. Here's
0: okay, here's the difference. Darth, so to this point, Darth Maul and Boba Fett are basically the same, In that they're in in as far as before they die, they are yeah. pretty much nameless, faceless characters that have a couple of cool lines and, and challenge the good guys and present a threat and sell toys. Like, Boba Fett isn't a character, let alone a good one. He, I mean, sh- sure, you, if you want to include him as a, as a kid in the Clone Wars, then whatever, but he doesn't ever do anything. He does less than that than he does in the original fucking trilogy. And the difference is that Darth Maul had a long running animated series to come back in and have a long time to develop a character to where he's one of the most compelling characters in the entire saga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett, if sources are to be believed, is only coming back for he's only gonna be in the Mandalorian for one episode
1: back? Well, I mean, like, he had a run in comics and books and, like, novels but you guys have said that none of that stuff is, like, in right. Kennen anymore so yeah. why even bring him back?
0: I mean you could...
2: It, it's just because they found an excuse now, or this is a good enough excuse from their perspective to get him back. Right. And he it will sell more toys or, That's like, true. get more people streaming, Disney Plus, maybe.
0: Here's... I wish that if they were going to bring him back that they would bring him back as the the secondary and antagonist. Like, the Moff, say Moff Gideon hires him um, as to track down the Mandalorian and and the child. And he's the foil to to din throughout the throughout the season, because I think that creates a really interesting tension for the audience. Because yeah. on one hand, you have you have Amando, who we've gotten to know and love, and is an actual character that we're attached to right. on an actual emotional basis. But then here's Boba Fett over here, who we're su- supposed to be rooting against. But we have that pull out of of the nostalgia and of our attachment to the I- idea of the character that we want to root for Boba Fett, and so there's that there's that tension there for for the audience that I think would actually be really interesting to to play yeah. around with.
2: Do you think he'll appear as? A, I, I would. It feels like any time Mando runs into other bounty hunters, at best they're on like. Uh, neutral terms but at worst they're they're enemies
1: I mean he can't come back as something like that if he's just gonna be in one episode
0: he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a villain
2: yeah
1: In just one episode? 100%. Oh, wait, the episodes are, like, an hour long long instead of 15 minutes. I'm still thinking of, like, clones Well, And and he's not...
0: It won't be the the last appearance of him. He'll show up again in season three or something, or there'll be a spinoff for Boba Fett or Uh, some other shit or whatever.
2: The other
0: Mandalorian. The Mandalorian you actually wanted to see. (laughs) I mean, come on, just... Why didn't you just... Why do they that. just make
2: a fucking? They just this could have been. It could have been just Boba Fett in the place of. Was there
0: that, a, a Boba Fett movie? That's what. What
1: was there a Boba Fett movie?
0: No, no Boba. Well, F- there
2: was one
1: rumored for a while, so maybe this is there, like pulling
0: there, from that. There was one rumor for a while. Yeah. Uh, um, there's
2: a there's a game where you play Django.
0: Mm-hmm, Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the GameCube. It's a really, really good awesome.
1: game. Oh, do you want to get it?
0: You should. We get should it.
2: get
1: it. Yeah, we have a GameCube. We should
2: fucking stream that actually.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, wait, no, yeah, good luck with that, actually. What do you mean? Good luck with streaming your GameCube. You
2: don't think, that's, you don't think we can pull that off? No, I know, yeah.
0: you can, I know you can pull it off, but I'm just saying good luck with it.
2: Oh.
1: I think it'd be a little bit easier if we had an updated smart TV, because mine's a little older.
2: If we can just connect the, the TV to the computer, then we can...
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Just use OBS to... Capture the screen.
1: Gonna work.
0: Um. Where were we before we were bounty hunting. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm
1: actually writing that down though.
0: Django and Boba and all all that, but. But yeah, Boba Boba Fett. Um. Yeah, they. That's what what disappoints me so much though is like. There will be these, moments of. Of brilliance like like The Last Jedi or or The Mandalorian or this final arc of of The Clone Wars where like the act where it doesn't even feel like it it overcomes comes a medium as much as that type of material can and then like it just it just hits you that well was well now that we've completely broken ground and the first live action Star Wars show without a Jedi at all, and not even certainly not as a central character, and no one that you're familiar with at all besides just this uh, special reference to. Yoda, and that's, that's it, and some, obviously, some other, like, parallels and stuff, but nothing, nothing direct. Here's all these fucking tie-ins and, uh, and shit, and, uh, let us know which ones you like, cause, uh, you know, we might do some spin-offs, spin-offs, maybe, that. that's what you want, what you want us to do? It's like, come on, Disney. Just, it's okay, just let it, let it be. Although, and, this will get us into the next part of this whole era, the the best part. Um, there is rumor that uh, Ahsoka and Sabine will be in Mando. Hell yeah. And Bo-Katan was just cast, and I'm pretty sure with her voice actress.
2: Hell yeah.
0: Um, which, like... I feel like it's the same thing with... I mean, obviously there's a difference because of, like, physical characteristics and stuff have to play a part into it. But as much as possible, I feel like it's the same thing with, like, the voice actors as it is with the live-action live actors. Like, um Frank Oz plays Yoda better than... I forget who played Yoda in The Clone Wars. But, like, it's just better when Frank Oz does it it's just no one else could be Qui-Gon but Liam Liam Neeson like when the when Ian does Palpatine it's even even when Tim Curry does it Tim Curry's great but he's not Ian because Ian is that character I feel like it's the same way with the voice actors and if you're going to bring the voice Wait. actors to live action who then, played
2: Palpatine? Ian McKellen?
0: Who Ian McDiarmid. Oh. Um, another Ian Mag.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: you were like, hold up. Yeah, I was like, what?
0: <laughs> but... Something,
2: something complete.
0: But, um... The... I feel like it's the same way with the, with the voice actors. Like, if you're gonna bring them into live action, then as much as possible, you should... Use the voice actors that that played those parts because I mean, especially like that is the character. Like, yeah, animation everything is a major part of it, but the actual like hum- humanity and expression of the character is is in the voices. And so, like, it doesn't matter if Rosario Dawson's face is a little bit closer to us uh, to Ahsoka's or whatever, Make like. It up. Yeah. Prosthetics. Exactly. Makeup it's gotta
2: and. It's gonna be pro- a Twi'lek twi- anyway, like. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um. Not not a twi- like, Um Wait, I is soap something a to- twillac? No, Tortuga.
2: Okay. Pardon me.
0: Um, Pardon me. <laughs> but. Oh, <dare> <laughs> oh I'm not gonna paint, I'm gonna paint those. No, because she's not wearing the right outfit. Never mind. I was gonna paint her lightsabers blue. Mm. But never mind. Because they're better. Yeah, it is better. Um. But I've always liked the green on the lightsabers.
2: Originally, <laughs> I like <laughs> counselors. Is what I play in Kotor.
0: What <laughs> What was I saying before? You misraced raced Ahsoka. Oh my god! Tell oh, you god.
1: can just put prosthetics. And oh, the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. same to yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I just don't think that anybody else but but Ashley Eckstein could emote like Ahsoka in the right way mm-hmm. and like. It'll Soka's be
2: Sokka's like plucky and she's like daring and kind of uh, she's youthful. You haven't
0: watched Rebels yet.
2: Is she not like that in Rebels?
0: No. No, I mean she's not downtrodden, but
2: is she not plucky?
0: I hate is to. She... <laughs> is
1: she no longer tenacious.
0: I mean, no. Well, she... Well, she must be tenacious. Too, no, right? she's she's tenacious. I, I'm not gonna not gonna ruin it for you. Uh... Said, at least watch the first two episodes and skip around in, in season one if an episode looks interesting. I, I think I've seen, episode,
2: seen season one. Like
0: have you... Ahsoka's in the last episode of season one. I'll just say that. So Hello. if you haven't seen yeah. seen her, then...
1: Hmm. My brother is watching and they tell me about it all the time.
0: Ah. Okay. Um, and And then season 2 and on is pretty much worth worth just watching. But anyways, so Ahsoka brings us back home and brings us back to uh to the Clone Wars. And yeah. Um I mean probably all in all i mean highs and lows but probably my one of my favorite parts if not my favorite part of the whole the whole, of the, whole canon. So, the whole saga the whole saga that we have um, so far uh, at least it's the most compelling but it's hard to i don't i don't know though the the pre alliance empire is really interesting to me though as well. The cuz that's really what what Rebels is is about. I mean, if you get it from the perspective of the Ghost crew and their part to play in it, but what what it's about in the larger context is the there are all these different factions and Um, little rebellions around around the galaxy, and there are, you know, there's some some people that are just just trying to survive on their planet, and there are people in the Senate like Bail Organa and Mon Mothma who are trying to, as you know, work work the system as much as possible to keep the Empire off of people's throats. And and Rebels shows and Rogue One also is a part of this and shows how that comes together into an actual Rebel Alliance to mm. to take on the Empire and like shows some of their first like battles and, and first defeats and and all all of that and I find that era really really interesting for um, obvious reasons. But I think right behind that would be would be the Clone Wars, um, because the Jedi n- knew. I mean, Dooku told Obi Wan in Episode Two that Sidious like manipulated all of it and was like behind everything. And blah 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 the Jedi knew that a Sith named Darth Sidious manipulated like the whole situation and created the clone wars and was pulling the strings from both sides and it was all because some some systems wanted to wanted to break off and like have their own it's you know it's it's uh, and I'm you know whatever i'm sure that there's there's good and bad in the cis and in the in the republic but the the fact that the jedi got themselves involved in a war that was manipulated they that they knew from the get go was manipulated by a sith lord that was carried out on the backs of of Hyperly loyal soldiers that were programmed from birth to be that way, and clones—just, just an entire army, just built for the for the Jedi. Like all those, all those things, just play into Sidious's hands. Because, as we talked about before, if you, it, none of it works if the Jedi haven't fallen from from their grace.
2: Yeah, if they don't bite. If they don't, uh... They could have just been like, well, we're not gonna, like...
1: Start a complete war.
2: Be an arm of this... This, uh... This government. Right. Like, not gonna be a military faction. Because that's not what... I I, I always want to go back to the, the fucking, uh old republic i i feel like that is that's where i mean in in i always want to draw back to kotor because that's where i that's where i like the jedi the most mm-hmm. as, as like an entity that's where they're the least corrupted by by just the horseshit because right. they're basically just like this is a school of thought if you, once you learn this and are able to, like, access it, that's what makes you a Jedi. Right. And then going on from that, you just do your Jedi shit wherever you feel like you need to. The Force will talk to you.
1: Did you know? getting into the war basically go against their code?
0: Oh, yeah, I mean. They became um,
2: soldiers. The Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers.
1: Oh, yeah, like Ahsoka says.
0: Yeah. You can look up the code.
2: There's a whole, that's a, it's a legal religion, now. <laughs> is it actually a legal yes.
1: religion? Because
0: yes. Uh, I can remember this. In the Sith Code is a play on the Jedi Code, but I can't remember the Jedi. Um, there
1: is no emotion.
0: There is no emotion. There is peace. There is no uh, Ig- chaos. Ignorance.
1: ignorance. Ignorance. There
0: is knowledge. There is no chaos. There is harmony.
1: No passion. There
0: is no passion. There is peace. Serenity. Serenity. Okay.
1: There is no death. There is the force. Yeah.
0: And the Sith Code is peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion I gain strength. Through strength I gain knowledge. Through knowledge I gain power. Through power I gain victory. Through victory my chains are broken. And... What's really interesting is reading those in parallel. The the Jedi Code is 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 a good pacifist centered mind mindset. Yeah, it's
2: it's it's Buddhist in a way. Yeah, it's very
0: it's very Zen. It's very very Buddhist. Very Taoist. Um, the the Sith Code is a straight up fascist manifesto. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Fair. And what and the thing is as good as the Jedi code is the Sith code barrels through that. Yeah. Like the the Jedi code is is a soft curtain on a temple and the Sith code is a battering ram that just yeah. that just goes right right through it and right through the back wall. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Also, the, the there is no emotion portion of the and it's how it joint. starts. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, they're like you. I think part of what deceives the the council is that they they are not in some ways acted upon by emotions. Right. That that would have led them to you know not overlook the slavery on Tatooine or. Like, make any series of mistakes that they do, yeah, the, which causes the, the, the downfall, yeah. But uh, it's not that like you should just like go by with whatever your passions tell you, that's what the dark side is, is insisting upon. But like, the light side should be that, yeah, you have emotions, but understanding them and knowing how to act upon them is the only healthy way to go about that. Because if, if Anakin comes to the Jedi Council with, I have feelings for Padme Amidala. He can't. Well, he he would never do that because they're like, oh well, you're obviously fucking up as a Jedi. You can't right. do that. We're you're never gonna we're enough. never gonna make you a master now, you, right?
0: You simp. Right. I mean, compare compare uh, Anakin to to Obi Wan. Like, obviously, Jedi fuck. Like yeah. Like j- Sabine. Cl- yeah, uh, Satine. Satine. Yeah, oh, damn it. Um, but uh, obviously, obviously, the Jedi fuck, but. I mean, Obi Wan just watches Maul kill her, and obviously it it upsets him. But he's just like, okay, well, there goes another one, I guess.
1: <laughs> and like when Bo-Katan mentions it, he's just like, I knew your sister. Well, yes, we knew.
2: Yeah. So like, he's like, what? You just fucking forgot about her? Yeah. Yeah, you just move on. Right. So I. I, th- like, I had feelings for the team. I don't. Th- you would ever know.
0: I don't think that like. <laughs> being him being with padme would have been a been that big of a problem to the, to the council other than the fact of him being who he was and them knowing that that's right. a recipe for disaster right. um as far as you know they're well, they, concerned but uh, but yeah. also i don't think that you know if if he would have gone gone to them they would have just looked at him like okay what do you want us to do about it
2: Well, no, like, then he would, he wouldn't have had that, that duty to, like, protect her.
0: Right, but I, that's the thing, like, is, he would never, he would never admit to it. What, right, exactly. Also,
2: also in dealing, like, he has no, he has nobody to talk to about his situation. Right. With, without, like, they just aren't, they aren't, if they're not willing to accept the, the spectrum of emotions, then they can't address them whenever they aren't in line with what the jedi are trying to accomplish.
0: Right, exactly. Like yeah, I don't think that they would have had a problem with them with them fucking maybe not in problem with them being being married other than the, you know, like I said the, with him being being Anakin and that attachment issue. Yeah. But it's him being like she's dying, I don't know what to do. Let her go. What do you, what the fuck are you talking about? It's cool. Like you 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 knew her, you loved her, and now she's becoming one with the Force. That's a good thing. Whatever, like, I that's the part that like that makes it different is that Anakin wanted to save her, and Obi Wan and any other Jedi that would have formed those kind of bonds has made made peace from the beginning with the fact of having to let people go eventually.
1: Yeah. Was Anakin aware that he had kids at this point?
0: That um, she was pregnant. He, Anakin found out at the beginning of episode three that, okay. that she was pregnant. Um, so, no, he didn't know, like, when, um, during the, the Clone Wars bit, or when they rescued the Chancellor at the beginning, or obviously during the, during the Clone Wars. Also upset that there wasn't a, wasn't a date night arc for them. And, uh... Oh,
1: that would have been good.
2: <laughs> you know, A- I have A- no A- really... Uh... <laughs> he just turns around and he's like, you know, I have no really strong feelings about sand in any way at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love you, Annie. <laughs> yeah, old well, little
1: Annie.
0: But, um... So, and then, so that gets us to, to episode three, and the culmination of the, of the fall of the Jedi, and of the Republic, and, and everything that it's all been, been building up towards, um, so, there's a lot in in episode three but most importantly I mean everything just just pretty much just falls just falls into place that's been been set up over the last two movies and over the the course of the Clone Wars and like yeah, we said everything comes down right and Yoda comes to his senses enough to To survive Order sixty six and survive encounter with Palpatine, but not quickly enough to really change any course of course of fate. Right, yeah. and um, we can get into the the parallel with. Um, with us uh, with Sidious in an uh, episode episode nine like we talked about before with him being a pure manifest manifestation of the, of the dark side but i I think that at the core what's happening in in episode three and really across the uh, the prequel trilogy and the whole um uh, Galactic Republic era is the the Jedi going too far to the light in in that they've compl- so abandoned uh, passion and emotion and and joy and pain and all the all the nuances of. Of life. Sorry.
1: Oh, Spectre.
0: All right, America, hold on. Let's see here. Uh. (sighs) Uh. Fuck, you do it all the way through.
2: Oh, for real? Damn.
0: the fuck okay um shit i mean it's not constant but i can every now and then i can see those spikes
2: shit do you want to uh, do what a compressor maybe take it off
0: i mean that's not going to make it better It's not? no it's on the input I guess that's what I have to fucking do. Let's find some fucking clips for these. Anyway, can't let me down about it now.
1: How far into it are we?
0: Hour twenty. Oh shit.
2: You want to do it in like three bits? Hmm? How do you want to do this? I mean, go on from here, or do you want to do like this be the the, the prequel episode, and then do-
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I didn't think we'd get into the whole uh, to the whole saga tonight. Um, I didn't know what we'd what we'd do. I don't know if we would just talk the prequels, or if we just go. Just broad themes of the whole, of the whole saga, um, but you guys having watched episode so one, kinda got it, yeah, yeah. So, so that brings us to, to the to the end, and you know, there never, there never would have been a fight between Qui Gon and Anakin no that never would have would have gone down even if like even assuming that everything else plays out the same way like even assuming that that Anakin is is tempted and fault like say let's say that Obi-Wan is the one that that dies instead of Qui-Gon in the fight with Darth Maul in this mm. in this in this AU and so um, so Palpatine has been and manipulates Anakin as much as he can, but not as certainly not as much as he would have been able to without Qui-Gon there. And and so and so QuiGon goes to Utapau to chase down General Grievous and and Anakin figures out Palpatine's a Sith Lord, Mace Windu comes, Anakin chops off his arm, blah, 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 blah. Tempted, turns to the dark side, you know, kills the younglings, does all that all that stuff that he does. Even in all of... All that shit. All that shit. Even in all of that, and, like, him choking Padme, and Qui-Gon being like, let her go, Anakin. I don't... I still don't think that Qui-Gon would have fought Anakin. Like, he, I don't know. You I don't, think no. Anakin would have just killed him? I think that Qui-Gon would have let Anakin kill him before, before he, would he would have drawn, a saber, drawn a saber on him. Um, and... I... I... The, the fact that Obi-Wan came to, to Mustafar just ready to take Anakin out. Just like, all right, you're one of them now. just like... I just had to see it for myself. Cool. I'm just going to just, like, like you're either with me or against me. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll do what I must. Like, o- Obi-Wan was clearly more committed to the Jedi and the code than he was to Anakin. In fact, there's a deleted bit of dialogue in... The conversation at at the at whenever Anakin falls into the the lava or whatever, and it's in the novelization and in the games, but it's not in the movie, is when uh, Anakin says, "I hate you," and Obi Wan says, "You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved you." And and Anakin says, help me. And he says all that. And he says, my brother Anakin, I loved you, but I can't help you. Um. And he walks away. And, like, that's that's the difference in in a brotherly figure and a, and a fatherly figure. Like, that's the difference in having Obi-Wan there versus having Qui-Gon there. And if... Like I said, I don't. I don't think that there's one moment where Anakin becomes Darth Vader, it's but a small bits it's, that compound. Exactly, but that was, I think, the most crucial moment in episode, as far as episode three is concerned. I I think until then, he could have, he could have come back, like. I think you get little glimpses of, of Anakin, like that, um, like that moment at the end of of the Clone Wars, but from then on, hmm. I mean, he assumes, I mean Pad Padme's dead, and and Obi Wan just left him to die,
2: right?
0: And th- that could have been that could have been a- avoided. And and so I mean that's where well, we
1: Colin never accepts any kind of responsibility for it either.
2: He's more machine than man now.
0: Twisted and evil.
2: <laughs> there was fights like a bitch too. I mean, uh, <laughs> your father was a great warrior. <laughs> we fought together in the Clone Wars. And with each other on Mustapha. <laughs> kind of left that out, didn't you, bud? The yeah, Obi-Wan is, like, really... The prequels make it so that he's really just... He's bright-siding his entire history to, <laughs> yeah. to Luke.
1: Well, I mean, how else is he going to get, like, this uh, kid on Tatooine to go and, like, support his spirit journey? Right.
2: How else is he going to convince this child soldier <laughs> to be on his side?
0: Well, we we'll... I mean... So okay, so here are our options. We can talk about the Oridridge next week, or we can watch Kiki's next week, or we can watch the Clone Wars Siege of Mandalore Arc. And do uh, a couch lock of that. What are you
2: doing? Well, um, siege sounds like it would probably be the most fun. We are kind of behind on doing our our nostalgia. What yeah, you call them? nostalgia locks. But, and this is a big butt, a hefty butt. A thick one. I did not think about how I was going to finish the sentence. <laughs> so my vote is for the Siege of Mandalore. Okay. <laughs> I also want to do the siege.
0: Okay. So you can't talk yet. So I guess.
2: Okay. It's
0: an so it siege to me. I thought you said Kiki's, but oh, Spectre uh. just wants
1: to see Gigi.
0: So next week we are going to uh, do a couchlock commentary on the Siege of Mandalore, um, Clone War season seven episodes nine through twelve. But come on, you—it's—it's it's a movie. It's clearly. Did we? Before we go, did we have that that conversation last last week where Siege would rank, if if you had to rank it amongst
1: we did not
2: for me it would still probably go like
0: have you seen the original clone wars movie yeah okay
1: i have not it's
0: it's it's not the best it's decent it's fun it's how it's how soka is introduced yeah um
1: see yeah i never got an introduction she just popped up one day and i was like i can vibe
0: yeah no yeah, yeah she honestly She's she, such a good character. Like, she's a great character, mainly for the fact that she developed, like she's she changes so much. Like she is like she's a fucking brat when she first comes in comes into it, but
1: she like becomes one of the only independent characters that I've seen. That's like fully rounded, goes through all like all of her arc is completely reasonable, understandable. Mm-hmm. You just find sympathy with it. And she doesn't have to, like, exploit others to get what she wants. And she can do everything on her own without Mm. having to, like, rely on somebody else constantly. She's, like, one of the only female characters I've seen be able to do that. Especially as a kid.
0: You will love Rebels. That's all I'm going to say. Sabine is my favorite character. I love that girl.
1: Oh, is she the one with the blue hair? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen like snippets with the kids.
0: Um, but anyway, so yeah, m- movie rankings with Siege of a Mandalore in in there. how does it how does it fare for you?
2: I would say for me my top three are five, seven and then probably Siege of Mandalore if it was a movie. Yeah, I can... No, 5.8. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: Siege would definitely be in my top three. I don't know if I want to figure out, like, say for sure what my other top two are, though, yet. I mean...
0: Solo, Attack of the Clones.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't seen any of, like, the non...
0: Oh, the the,
2: the non-movie number? movies? Yeah. yeah. Rogue, Rogue One, uh, that is numbered.
0: Now I think about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're they're fine. They're fun. Rogue I don't.
2: One is just more like a, uh, it's more like a war movie. I've seen many. Rogue One. You've seen Rogue One? Oh,
0: but you just you say. Just said you I mean, like seen... Solo. That's the only other That's one. So oh, is that the only other yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like.
1: I thought there was like another one that I missed, but I think I've seen Rogue One. When did Rogue One come out?
0: After episode. 7, so... 2016?
2: Right? Somewhere around there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it was 15, 16... Yeah, and then 18 was sold. They really pushed it up too much. Which I still think that's the majority of why that bombed. Like, everyone was to say it was because of The Last Jedi, but I th- honestly think it's because you have three Star Wars movies every... every Christmas for three years, and then... Six months later, you have yet another Star Wars movie and you put it out at the same time as, what was it?
2: Endgame? No, no it, was, it was Infinity, Infinity, War. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah Infinity
0: that... War and Deadpool and all that shit. Like, like yeah, there's obviously some, like, disappointment. But I don't think that that would have reflected in the box office of Solo if Solo had come out in... December or the next year, or if they would have just
1: just waited a couple months past, yeah, those big ones, or a couple weeks even, <clears throat>
0: or a couple years, like or,
1: uh, yeah,
0: like I, I, I think the one, dog lover. what, Glover as a yeah
2: yeah,
0: I think the yeah, one dog. thing that now that it's now that it's over, I wish that the the sequels it was great at the time to only have to wait two years and obviously technology is advanced and you can make a, a movie of that scale in much in a much quicker time than you could have all those years ago but still I I think the sequels would have fared better if there had been more time between them mm. and if they hadn't, if all of their live-action efforts were focused onto that. Yeah. And if they hadn't done... And honestly, and there's the conundrum, is I think that the sequels would have been better if they had done them after a couple years of things like the The Mandalorian and... Bring back Clone Wars and all of that, and let the story group get their get their feet wet and get like kind of get a broad picture of of the story and the canon and everything. Since this is supposed to bring it all together and bring it home, because like
1: man, things might have been a little bit different.
0: Yeah, things would things would definitely would have been would have been different, and I do think that like. The that Mortis, and um, and oh, you're gonna love the Bindu, um, and and the Bindu and the children and all that play into a lot into into the sequels, and having an understanding of all of that definitely helps with an appreciation of it. But I think that. W- Whatever flaw there is in the sequels would have been better if there had been more time to to develop develop them as a full cohesive yeah, thing they, but
2: they do just feel a lot more like cash grabs than any other even the prequels like they're better movies than the prequels to me for the most part yeah but they do feel, have that like Disney feeling of like Okay, it's very... They're in the machine now. It's all just, like, churning forward. They're just trying to get get it out as quickly as they can while still having enough of the, like, quality and ideology of the source material to to get away with it.
0: Okay. Well, Spectre is telling me that it is time to wrap up because she needs to um, do her hockey podcast. So... (laughs) Uh, we will see you guys next week. Again, we're going to watch uh, Siege of Mandalore, so update your Disney Plus subscriptions. Uh, if you don't have one, mine is... Bye.